Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career. And I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the Diva Tech Talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're going to love it. So on with the show. All right. Welcome back, Tech Divas, to this episode of Tech Diva Success. Today, we have Jonathan Grisbowski. He's the co-founder of Penji. So it's a platform that gives you on-demand access to the top designers in the world. So you can submit lots of different projects. And it really stemmed from his own difficulty in finding really talented graphic designers where you know you're getting the quality that you need in a quick turnaround. So for their platform, you can get something back in under 48 hours for a flat monthly fee. So if you're doing a lot of design-oriented graphic needs, you need to check out Penji. And he's on today because he's committed to also uh, being an ally for women in technology. And uh, his startup has actually been named a top startup to watch, according to Philadelphia Magazine, and is really fast growing for private companies, according to Inc. So he has a personal mission to empower the next generation of entrepreneurs to kind of challenge simple-minded patterns to help elevate, execute, and produce more revenue in their business by the platform and more. So welcome to the show, Jonathan. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Appreciate it. Great. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? I just had a a thought the other day with my co-founder and we had like a reflection conversation of like where we've come from and where we are now. And we kind of realized and had a really honest conversation that we're self, we're self-made. Neither of us come from really big, you know, financially backed families. We've never received an ounce of funding for any of our businesses. I turned 32, you know, at the very end of 2020. And we've been doing this for close to nine years, where this is the only job that we've ever done and the only thing that we've ever really known. And we've been able to grow it from zero to Inc. 5000. Uh, We now have over 125 people that work with us, and we have thousands of clients that work with us all over the world. So I would like to start there by saying it took a really long time to get to where we are today. But the one thing that I can say confidently is that we're doing differently from many years before is that we're solving a very large problem that a lot of people would pay a substantial amount of money for in order to fix that problem. But that journey in itself is a whole nother podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I mean, doing what you're doing and being self-made, I definitely can identify with that. It's a harder journey, but what did you learn in that? Penji is only about three, four years old now. We had several businesses before all that, and they all succeeded in a very small way, but failed in more of a larger way. 
But I can say that the overarching thing to our success now and why we grew the way that we did is primarily because of sticking to a very strict plan and giving clear roles to people in charge. And I think that in itself has probably been the biggest, I would say, thing for our success. Uh, The reason for our success is just the fact that we all have a goal We all have a plan. We all know exactly what that goal is. It's very specific to what you're good at. Um, If you're not good at it, we'll just remove that entirely, not necessarily fire the person, but remove that task completely from that person. And I think the one thing that I'm very proud of is that we're not afraid to get dirty and we're willing to do a lot of the hard work and the grunt work where a lot of people think that it might be above them. You know, why would a co-founder do this? Why would a a CEO of a company do that? Nothing is above any of us. I have two other co-founders. So I think that in itself is really valuable because we're literally able to just go into and solve a problem because we've experienced it already versus that of not necessarily what I see a lot of entrepreneurs do is they start something. And then the first thing that they want to do is to get rid of it because they don't like doing it, but they've never spent enough time to actually master the art. To end a long-winded answer, I would say that's probably a very strong percentage and majority of why we are where we are. Yeah. So a lot of setting expectations and having like clear roles and responsibilities and playing to your strengths, it sounds like. And how did you navigate your role? Because when you are doing everything, you have to weigh your own time and your own strengths. Like, How did you assess what you really loved? And obviously you've gone through this road of different ventures and how have you found what you've loved through that process? I really like problem solving. And I, and I, that probably didn't come to flourishing until about maybe a year and a half ago is like looking at my patterns as a, as a human being, like what am I spending a lot of time on? And I actually did that by writing down about a week straight, all the things that I spent my time on. So I would wake up and I'd say, you know, 15 minutes to do this, 20 minutes to do that, an hour to do that. And eventually I started to look at it like every so often, like once it it started like every day for an entire week. And then it kind of just trickled off to be like once every so often. And I just looked at the patterns and the notes that I wrote for myself. And then I saw trends. So it was like, you know, 20% email. Uh, it It was way more than that, but uh, once you see that, then you can kind of create a plan in order to fix it. So, uh, now I only check my email like Tuesdays and Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right? Like I don't look at it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And even then I only spend like a couple of hours on it now. And then because the email, like, yeah, there might be money inside of that email. There might be really good conversations, but it's not necessarily helping you. So like for me in particular, I'm at a point where I have to think a little bit more high level. I'm not necessarily doing the day-to-day tasks, uh, which I'm personally grateful for. We have team members to help help us with that. Um, but how can I manage the team in order to make sure that they're performing at a high, the highest level uh, and caliber that they can? So to kind of keep going into that, because I think this could be really helpful for the tech divas that are actually listening, we use a lot of Google Sheets and we categorize things and, and we put all of the most important things here. So we have a team dedicated to sales, so to speak. Like for us, it's not necessarily because we're, we're a, a SaaS business. So for us, it's, it's, we're not like that 
that type of business where you meet 10 people, you get one as a sale, 10% of those 10. We're an online based business where people go onto our website, they don't talk to us, they sign up for our service, they pay us, and then they use our platform. So we do what are called mentions. So we have a team dedicated to that and a, and a sheet that's specifically for that team that you can easily track to see the success or the non-success of that team. We have another team that does support um, and so on and so forth. So there's things that I can kind of look at. It's kind of like an iPad, so to speak, where I just like lift up the iPad and I have all of my data directly there in front of me and I can see what's working and what's not working and be able to make strategic decisions to move the company forward based off of that data. Perfect. I think sometimes we overcomplicate that. Something oh, we, we definitely did in the beginning. Google Sheets. Yeah. I'm really into like the time hacking side of things. So I love that you like evaluated where you're at. It's not something you have to do all the time. Like you don't need to look at every single hour. I went through an exercise called the perfect week or the perfect calendar. Mm-hmm. And the guy takes you through and he's like, in a year, what do you need to do in a year? And you're like, okay, well, I want to go to the dentist twice a year. So you actually go into your calendar and like put in dentist, yeah. you know, in, in July and in December. And then you're like, all right, what do I want to do each month? Well, yeah. each month I want to update my expenses for my business. Yep. And you're like, okay, expenses on these days. Then you go, what, what do I want to do each week? I want to do outreach. I want to do, you know, highlighting someone on my team. What do you want to do? And then you get into the day and you actually time block your whole day. Yep. I do that. do that. Do I that. do that now. Today's Friday, right? So I have a, uh, at 9am, I'm looking at on my other screen. I have a 9am Friday checklist that oh, basically cool. says I have like a half hour of time to do it because it's really not that much. Like it's, it's a lot, but like I could easily go, you know, I could breeze through it pretty quickly. So I have about 10 to 15 things that I need to do in a half hour in order to just like start my day because that's my Friday checklist. And then I also have a Monday checklist as well in order to begin the day, in order to begin the week. So it's kind of like a beginning and, and, and end type of thing. However, each day is a little bit different for me. So I usually block out time that, you know, hey, do this, do that, et cetera, et cetera. And for me, I'm going to like play towards my strengths that like I am a dysfunctional human being at times and I need to be able to put that into my calendar. So like if it's not smacking me on my notification screen on my top right corner of my Mac, but like, again, like it's one of those things where if it's not on my calendar and it was, I just, you know, lost track of time the day goes really fast, especially in quarantine. So yes. um, you got to make sure that you're prepared accordingly. Right. Well, you know, it's no small task to have a business and I'm sure you've dealt with women in technology. Did you want to share any perspectives that you have from the other side of things that can help women in technology or how you see them playing into your business? Yeah. So I'd say anywhere between 60 and 70% of our workforce is women. And I think that's something that I am personally extremely proud of because me as a human being, I rely more on a woman's opinion and trust a woman's opinion more than a man's opinion. I don't want to be the rare person that believes that, but I wholeheartedly, both professionally and personally trust women way more than men in terms of their work ethic and also because of just their overall skill set, the people who succeed the best inside of uh, our business are the best people that are great communicators and have really strong confidence and belief in themselves. 
And the last thing it would say is their ability to speak out. They're able to speak out and give their opinion if they believe something is wholeheartedly not the right direction. And I'm not going to generalize, I'm not going to pigeonhole anybody into that particular category saying that this is what you need to do, because I don't think that's fair for me to say that. But I can say that in our business in particular, those are the types of people that we immediately promote are those individuals. And of course, every scenario and setting is different. And we're not even going to get into that realm. But I can say that if I could ever talk to somebody and say, what can I do, whether it's a male or a female in this situation, it is a female, I would say confidence is incredibly important. Speak out as often as possible. Make sure that your voice is heard. And I think over time that will gain the respect of others and hopefully be able to promote you to a position where you feel really confident and really comfortable with in your personal life. This is why we have the show open to all different genders, because we get to hear all sides of the story. In addition to getting some of your hacks on success for Penji and some of your other ones, I guess, looking back at your total career, like what was your biggest success? And what do you think was the failure you learned most from? I think it's actually this kind of the same answer. I always told myself that the proudest moment of my of my life would have been or my like my career would have been when we were able to pay somebody uh like an adequate amount where they really felt confident that they could build their own family. I always thought that that was like the definition. Um although it, it's it's happened so many times now that like that but that was it for the for a really long time. Um I think the proudest moment would, was probably relatively recently. And the end of 2020, we hit a, a milestone in terms of customer count that we were projected to get like in a year and a half from now. So I think that was, that was really cool to be able to say like, hey, we did it and this is why we did it. So let's just keep going. And now we're at a point where we're going to blow that in like a, blow the next milestone this month. So like, that is amazing. Uh, and I'm very proud of that because it means that we're helping people and people are actually, people love the service because we're subscription-based. So like you, you subscribe and then people could cancel, but if they don't cancel, that means they love the service. So that to me is like a huge milestone. The biggest failure was probably myself in my own mental psyche, because there are a lot of times where I can get myself in very weird predicaments and situations um, based off of just how strong of a personality that I can be. And that primarily resides from an ego. And I think uh, I did a really good job at managing that and realizing it and being self-aware to have that conversation and look in the mirror type of type of thing. So that would, was probably my biggest failure uh, from a personal standpoint, from a business standpoint, I mean, I fail every single day, like, and I and I acknowledge that. But I think the thing that I'm I'm proud of from that aspect would be um, we always try and end the day one step ahead, even if we took ten steps back. So that's why we are here to this day. That's why we like that is the sole purpose and reason why we are here is because we're very gritty. We're just like hardworking people, and we always try and end the day one step ahead. Hopefully that was a good answer. <laughs> that is, it's 1% better. And I love what you said about ego. I think sometimes that can get in the way of our success because we don't realize how it comes off to others or how that could burn us. So that's some good awareness. And it clearly it's led you 
to your success. And I think a lot of it, just listening to you as well, is some of the hacks that you talked about around goal setting and knowing where you're spending your time and evaluating where you're spending your time. And that is probably one of the factors of you meeting your goals. Because when you actually define them, you write them, you know where you're spending your time and how you're working towards them, you're more likely to achieve them. Kudos to you. Do you have any other parting words or wisdom or any favorite books or anything else you want to share uh, on the way out? And then we'll make sure people can find you. Yeah. I mean, one thing that when you say books and when anybody asks a question about books, a, a really good opportunity that I had was when I read somebody's book and then tweeted them about how uh, much of an impact the book had on me. And then the person actually um, responded and we became really good friends of, um, because of that. And you know, I say that because he was at the time a way more of a high net worth individual than I was, but that, that connection and contact led me to a lot of really cool conversations and other new people that they ended up introducing me to. So I guess my point in sharing that story is that if you are ever impacted and uh, on a positive aspect by a podcast or a book or a blog article or whatever it may be, people are writing this to benefit you, the user. So if you were impacted by something, I strongly recommend reaching out to that person and thanking them. And I think that by doing that, it's going to go a really long way. Again, male, female, in this case, female. I think that you can build some really good connections. And I think that it could really help your business or your job life, whatever it may be. Uh, It could really help you out because they want to help you. That's why they wrote it in the first place. That's why they did it in the first place. So yeah. And everybody likes to hear that they're cool, right? Everybody likes to hear that they're sexy or they're smart or funny, whatever it is. So give that compliment because you never know what's going to come out of it. I think we see even more of that too in a virtual world. I know that I'm putting content out there all the time. So for Mm -hmm. me as a content creator, yes, I agree. Hopefully everyone will go leave a review. (laughs) You spend your, you you work your butt off in order to make this podcast real. And I uh, couldn't be more grateful for your time in doing this. And uh, I am sure hundreds and thousands of other people agree. So (laughs) we're getting there slowly and surely we've impacted uh, tens of thousands with the diva tech talk, our other show. And it's just great to have that vibe everywhere. Even nice things that people put out on social. I'm always trying to like give support and cheer people on. That's a great big success secret to leave on. And of course, everyone is intrigued by the software. So do you want to share where to get that and where people can perhaps get a hold of you if they want to talk more? Yeah. So um, it's penji.co, P-E-N-J-I.co. Um, if you use the code techdivas15, uh, you'll get 15% discount off of your first month of Penji. We hope to have you. If you believe in what I've shared today, if you if you like our story, we'd love to be able to give you access to the top 2% of graphic designers in the world. And I hope all the Tech Divas go check it out. Tech Divas 15, he's hooking you up. So get over to Penji and give it a try. And I think you'll be a subscriber for life. And I thank you so much, Jonathan, for you. you know your perspective on both women in the workplace and you getting it. Congratulations. You know, there's not always someone cheering you on for all the failures and all the lessons that you have to learn. I mean, failure has such a negative connotation, but to me, failure is success because if you're not failing, you're not trying. If you're not trying, you're not winning. Congratulations to you for this. I'm glad you're hitting your milestones early 
And I'm glad you're investing in diversity and you could be an ally for us. So we really appreciate it. So thank you again and have a wonderful weekend now. Thank you again for listening. And we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life. Please give us a rating or review. We would love to see how the show has inspired you. You can also connect with Tech Diva Success on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. We're very easy to find under that name. And we hope this episode was fire for you.